Hey everybody, welcome back to Contest Prep University. We are in episode four in our series on best contest prep foods. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, and we're going to talk about convenience. We've talked about protein, carbs, fat, and why these whole food, higher quality items may be better for you, both in how you process that food, digestibility, how it helps you feel, maintaining a sated environment, you're not quite as hungry, all of those things factor in. I have to say, Adam, as I was talking to a client who's been dieting for the first time in a pretty structured way, and he has just marveled on how great he feels. And, you know, part of it is just being in a calorie deficit and losing weight. But when you talk about systemic, you know, uh, inflammation, C-reactive protein, things like that from just foods that are not high quality, you know, that is a difference. But we're, some of life has to be based on convenience. And so how do we make those best foods more convenient? And if we're, if we're not going to be perfect all the time, how far into literal convenience foods are you comfortable with somebody in prep? Yeah. So, man, I feel like that's such a tough question because I feel like the there's people with great genetics and they it, it can amaze me what some people can get away with not that it makes the biggest difference but maybe how changing in food quality for one person might be better just cuz they're that genetically like in the gutter that's hard for them to prep uh I think I probably see that most than a lot of coaches. I've had many 100 pound weight losses get to the stage where you see other coaches that just have genetic freaks all the time. So I don't think they get into the details as much as I have to. Uh, so it, you know, I think it really depends on the person on what they can get away with. And some people can get away with the murder and some can't. Uh, but I would say on average, I'm fine with people having one or two processed meats a day or, you know, some processed food here and there. But where I get worried the most is where I see a meal log and it just looks like you can just tell the person's panting while they're grabbing their food. They're just on the go so much. And I don't think it's so much about the food, but the lack of planning that's making probably errors happen that they don't even know that's happening, whether it not be weighed or, you know, not not being cooked or they're maybe cooking all their chicken at once and it's shrinking down and they don't realize that that three ounces is really like five or six ounces, possibly, depending on how long they cooked it. So. I would really say like the processing part is comes down to the preparation part. Are you taking the time? Because I don't think it's so much the difference of processed or whole foods in this scenario. I think it's the time to put the information in and take that information and make it accurate for you. So I think that's the most important part. That is an, an incredible point. And I talk about this a lot in my live support chats with clients. And it is, it, it, you, I think you said it best when you started hinting toward, you know, just, just you're, you're on the go, just literally like just grabbing food. It, and it, it is indicative of that, not just mindset, but that kind of rapid movement where you don't even take the time to sit and engage your parasympathetic nervous system, let your food digest better 
actually take advantage of those nutrients. It, it, it is a big, big difference. You're also taking decisions off the table, which lessens your stress. If you've done some, some food preparation, if you have some enough structure in your day where you know this is my meal at this time and this is when I eat at this time and here's the food, it's already ready. You, you keep cortisol to a level that you just don't stress about food. And that has a massive uh, impact on hunger cues with your hypothalamus and how fast you eat. And, and I would say, you know, you know, you said that can be more important than the food quality, but, it, and, and I would, I would kind of split hairs there by saying that yes, once in a while, whether it's five, 10, 15% of food that can be a little bit more convenience based is not going to kill you. Those are still the lesser quality options, but I will say similarly with planning, you can do well. Like I've, I've seen clients put certain foods in their day that are consistent. This is kind of my way to get through the day. I, I really need that one dove chocolate per day, or I'm going to have a quarter cup of low fat frozen yogurt as you know, there's 15 of my you know grams of carbs for the day. I think all that's great. Again, if you're planning for it, you're expecting it. But if you're just grabbing food and it ends up being pretty shitty food, I think it is going to be reflective of other areas of your prep, exactly as you said. Right. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take one more shot at this series and we're gonna we're gonna finish talking about what Adam brought up, which are foods that are too good to be true, fake foods, just those those awful um, you know, kind of lying and and poor food choices when you think you're making a great choice and, and you're being targeted from a marketing perspective, we're going to get into that next time. We'll see you in episode five in Contest Prep University.